Coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California, this is the Strings Unraveled Book Club. talking about today <gasps> we are talking about an excellent book by stacy abrams mm-hmm. um i want to read everything by her i do too but in audible only this and her two non-fiction books are available mm. yeah. um so i guess i'll have to read them like real <laughs> yeah um so this is a political thriller which is um a genre i don't read that often but have read because everybody's read some john grisham right i have not mm. I don't ever? think I've ever read any political thriller. Oh. Well, this is a good one to start with. Yeah. Because it's better than any of the ones I have read. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, John Grisham is hit or miss. Sometimes they're really great, and other times they're just like snooze fest. Yeah. And maybe that's when I turned it off because I probably picked up one. I think sometimes I he gets finish. way too technical, and you he goes down some technical thread, and then you totally lose interest in the story. I couldn't finish The or Juror. That was the last one that mm. I tried to read, but like Pelican Brief, A Time to Kill, which is his early work. It's great. Um, the Rainmaker, also Riveting Tale. Um, very the, the Time to Kill is classic. Um, but The Rainmaker has Matt Damon in it. <laughs> in the book? Well, you know, because you see the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you. I've seen read The Pelican the Brief. That's a movie, right? I've yeah. seen that. That one. I don't like, I didn't like as much, but it's because it's like when I wouldn't be that interested in it, like, because I was so much younger right. when that mm-hmm. movie came right. out. I should give it well, another try. Well, what's the name of the book we're talking about? I don't think we've said what it is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. political thrillers are great, <laughs> if that's your bag. Um, this is Well Justice Sleeps by Stacey Abrams. Um, I didn't know anything about her until you suggested that. I knew she was a senator from Georgia. You'd heard of her, I'm sure, right? Briefly. Yeah. Okay. Well, she is a serious mover and shaker of our time. Um, One to look out for. Um, I will read about the author just because if you don't know who she is, you should. Um, So this is a a brief about the author. Um, I think it's kind of her usual... um, uh, bio that you can find pretty much everywhere. Stacey Abrams is the two-time New York Times best-selling author of Our Time Is Now and Lead From the Outside, which are her two non-fiction books, an entrepreneur and a political leader. A tax attorney by training, she served 11 years in the Georgia House of Representatives, seven as minority leader, and became the 2018 Democratic nominee for governor of Georgia, where she won more votes than any other Democrat in the state's history. She has launched multiple organizations devoted to voting rights, training and hiring young people of color, and tackling social issues at the state, national, and international levels. She is the founder of Fair Fight, Fair Count, and the Southern Economic Advancement Project. Abrams is a lifetime member of the Council on Foreign Relations and sits on the advisory board of Climate Power 2020 and the advocacy board for Women's National Basketball Players Association. She has received degrees from Spelman College, the LBJ School of Public Affairs at the University of Texas, and Yale Law School. She's only a little accomplished, eh? Yeah, she's incredible. My goodness. <laughs> um, now, for the synopsis of the book. And I'd love to hear her speak, actually. she's If you see snippets of her speaking, mm-hmm. it's just so impactful. 
I I'm I want Stacey Abrams. I mean, I want Kamala to have her time. So 24, 28. Um, Stacey, Stacey Abrams, next. 2032. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That sounds great. <laughs> Kamala, call her for your VP. Uh, is the country ready for a uh, all women ticket? Um, I we... say yes. So here is the synopsis here of the. Uh, book Avery Keene, a brilliant young law clerk for the legendary Justice Howard Wynn, is doing her best to hold her life together, excelling an ardu- excelling in an arduous job with the court, while also dealing with a troubled family. When the shocking news breaks that Justice Wynn, the cantankerous swing vote on many current high-profile cases, has slipped into a coma. Avery's life turns upside down. She is immediately notified that Justice Wynn has left instructions for her to serve as his legal guardian and power of attorney. Plunged into an explosive role she never anticipated, Avery finds that Justice Wynn had been secretly researching one of the most controversial cases before the court, a proposed merger between an American biotech firm and an Indian genetics firm which promises to unleash breathtaking results in the medical field. She also discovers that Wynne suspected a dangerously related conspiracy that infiltrates the highest power corridors of Washington. As political wrangling ensues in Washington to potentially replace the ailing judge whose life and survival Avery controls, she begins to unravel a carefully constructed, chess-like sequence of clues left behind by Wynne. She comes to see that Wynne had a much more personal stake in the controversial case and realizes his complex puzzle will lead her directly into harm's way in order to find the truth. While Justice Sleeps is a cunningly crafted, sophisticated novel layered with a myriad of twists and a vibrant cast of characters, drawing on her astute inside knowledge of the court and political landscape, Stacey Abrams shows herself to be not only a force for good in politics and voter fairness, but also a major new talent in suspense fiction. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I like this book a lot. Yeah. I thought... I... I didn't like it as much, and okay. I just don't think That's that okay. I don't think the political thriller is my genre. <laughs> and uh, I thought but it, she romance novels, so you can yes, try I definitely need novels. to read her romance novels. That is up my alley. Um, it was extremely well written, and I'm really yes. excited to read more from yes. her. But I had a hard time keeping up with what was going on some of the time because it was I feel maybe it was just me. It got a little convoluted in some points where I was like. I'm just going to keep listening and hope that it makes sense so many to me threads later. to follow. Around I loved it. Chapter 30, it started to get kind of dense. Yes. In what they were unraveling. Exactly. And, and that's I was like, where I'm I just was... praying it's going to all make sense to me at the end. <laughs> that's what I was trying to power through last night. Yeah. That's where my <laughs> brain got was really like, dense. oh, I, I can see this connection and that connection, but that might be the math thing. I don't know. Um, it's, I mean, it was fun. It was like a tangled web. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually I don't know if it was so tangled. It was elusive. Like you don't know exactly. You can tell she's who, right on who the, the players are, who yeah. the good guys are, which there aren't like very many, many, really any. <laughs> I mean, except for her. Um, <laughs> I I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was tangled, but there were a lot of threads to keep right. track of. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did like that. There so were that ball was, go rolling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The, there's some um, characters that initially you th- I felt like oh he's the villain and you find out well he's kind of a villain but he's not th- he's also the villain <laughs> that's yeah. how he's, I felt. oh and there's another one <laughs> <laughs> no there's another but I, he wasn't 
as somehow he was a good guy but a bad guy but he was you know money yeah. well i think money that's... money motivated which is what all yeah of it is. i think that's so important to the lens of this book is um like people are just self-motivated like yeah. everybody has this drive of what they want from the situation mm-hmm. and um some are altruistic and some are not sure <laughs> okay the length that some will go to get yeah. there the drive is scary because well, of the power that they wield that that part's not unrealistic to me <laughs> Like, that, you know this is happening. That's the scary <laughs> part. I was talking to my mom about this today. We were talking about, I don't remember what, some uh, reading the news or whatever, and how you know what, what you hear on the news. But I was like, now I'm like paranoid. <laughs> Not that I wasn't like wary before, but now I'm like, there's. it makes me uncomfortable to think Stacey Abrams knows what she's talking about. Right? So I'm sure it's just, I mean, maybe not as dramatic, but... Right. You know, but it's not far fetched. Yeah, like to me, everything in this book was plausible in reality. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, and that might just be because I'm an X Files kid, but it's all plausible. To yeah, me. Um, like my you mom don't had... have to be a government conspiracy theorist to know that. Well, some people just solve their problems by killing people and by discrediting them. Mm-hmm. My mom had. Um, a friend um, in in Santa Clarita who friend in quotation marks no real friend oh, super okay. close friend okay um, <laughs> and they were working to kind of unearth some misappropriation of funds in the school district mm. in in uh, Santa Clarita mm. um, I won't reveal the level of the school district that that'll keep it secret okay anyway he was in this very tenuous position and um, he died in a car accident oh and everybody was like. Do you think that his boss had him killed? Oh, gosh. So, like, how scary is it to work in an environment where that's everybody's? How convenient that was. Yeah. Now now the problem's gone away. Right. Yeah. Um, It turned out he had a heart attack, which could have just been, and then had a car accident. Yeah, but now you don't know if it really was a heart attack or if they injected him with something that made it look like a heart attack. Or if somebody (laughs) drove him off. Because the way he crashed, it could have been someone driving him off the road. Which wouldn't that cause a heart attack if yeah, you have right? a, a stressed heart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what thing happened first? Yeah. The heart attack or the car crash. And it's scary to think that, that that's a you would be thing. working in an environment where that could be the outcome because that people could that could be a viable question that people right. ask. Yeah. <laughs> and then you keep going to work there. <laughs> the yeah, other right? people. Um, so this book is very new. It just came out last month. Um, so there are not specific book club questions for it. I was looking. It's kind of hard to find. Yeah. So I just, and I don't, I don't recognize this per se as a generic list we've used, but I think I'm going to keep it around just in case. Yeah, I was going to say keep it on hand. Yeah. Um, so what did you like best about this book? (laughs) I you're kind of just like chucked into it so you didn't get a lot of time to learn about anybody Mm -hmm. so i can't say i was really like connecting with any of the characters that much because they don't also you also don't have time to really flesh anybody out like you get a little bit from some people but like you're jumping right into all this action so you don't know a whole lot about their like character personality you know what it, i mean yeah you you dove in the pool with them and you're swimming next to them yes. immediately and you're seeing how they react and but i see that that being intentional because now you are feeling the anxiety that she is feeling because she's gotten thrust mm-hmm. into this very uncomfortable thing 
um, between, I mean, she just, she thought the guy hated her or just barely tolerated her. And now she's put into this position of power and everybody's accusing her of, and she's like just trying to get her head around the idea of what had just happened to her. Well, a lot of the characters are kind of like, we're only seeing one dimension of Uh them, but, um, the but artfully we do learn more about the characters that we need to know more about. Like Avery gets fully fresh fleshed out. Mm -hmm. Jared gets yeah, Not pretty, as well, but pretty, pretty well. Well. Yeah. Um, well enough to care that he kissed her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at the end, I was like, oh, and then finally. I'm like, Stacey got me with the yeah, romance. Uh, I gotta uh, read the yeah, other book. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that she would take us there because you know, he sounded pretty hot. The other so. two romance novels are written under an alias, so I wonder oh. if they're on Audible but with her, like... I did not know that. Do you I know yes. Look it, okay. oh, I it looked up. it up once and then I forgot about it. Alright, that might be why. Because I'm, like, they've been around for some time. Yeah, they so might be just under a different name. It makes you wonder, it, I wonder if she did it as an alias because she wanted to write those, but she, but to be taken seriously as a, a political person you know, it could go either direction to... like my sister uses a pet name because you want sometimes you want work to stand on its own and not mm-hmm. get attached right. to whatever like your literary um experiences as, or um literary reputation as yeah well. i just so wonder it if, it, if it didn't want she didn't want it to affect her political yeah i don't know side oh. yeah She's super smart. There's like so. five of them. Ooh. If it's the same Selena Montgomery as I'm that's assuming the name. is. That's the name. Also, yes, also, I mean, Stacy is actually like a, it's a unisex name. Mm-hmm. And this is a very like square strong name. But say that pen name again. Selena Montgomery. Like that's, that's a like, romance novel. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the covers lyrics? of those books? No. Show me a cover. Oh. They're not that. This is oh. a. No, the covers a, I saw was def- a picture oh, of a yeah. No, no, the one the ones I saw were the The ones on Audible are not that exciting. No. But... The, the the ones on Kindle are like very romance flamboyant. Okay. Oh. You know, the black the, the the black woman and he's clutching at her shoulders and the wind's blowing at her dress. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Yep. Classic. Which I'm not a romance novel one. So as well, soon as I saw that, I'm like, wait, maybe, no, maybe that's maybe Stacy's gonna take us there. That's, that's fine. Drink, bring us to it's, the next time it's my turn to pick. I'm picking a cheesy romance novel. All right. Y'all are gonna have to. All right. All right. <laughs> um, I wanted to say that had this book been written from like first person perspective, you you obviously would have gotten more like internal dialogue, and you get a decent amount of that just from the way it's written. But I kind of wish we could have heard from like. Um, What's her name? Avery? Avery, like from her perspective sometimes, mm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we didn't answer what we like best. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, One sentence. What do you like best? Karen, go. Don't make me first. I gotta oh. think about it. All right, Katie, go. <laughs> um, I mean, I kind of liked learning about like the workings of the court and stuff because that's not something that I really know a whole lot about, like, you know, general knowledge. Yes. So I, I kind of liked seeing, like, the inside look as to, like, how that kind of stuff works and, like, perspectives of people in that, you know, sort of 
political realm. So I like that. I agree. That's actually my favorite thing too, because I was ignorant of that. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of fun that we're like living in the same calendar days almost as the book. Yeah. Yeah. It's very contemporary. Um, Literally. Yep. It's like June 13th, whatever. Um, Yeah. I actually have something I like a little better than that, Okay, which is um, a shitty president going to jail. Oh yeah. (laughs) Although they're like, he's not going to jail for like a couple decades. And you're like, but here's how he killed the other president. Oh, I, I think know that. he's oh, going yeah, that's soon. True. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He did kill his predecessor. That was good. Um, I knew that was coming. Right. Like, I, yeah. all of a sudden it's like, oh, the other president died and now I'm the president now. And I thought, this guy's a bad guy. I wonder if he killed him. And then at the end I was like, Yep. Yes. That's exactly what happened. I liked all the little threads and the more threat things she unraveled. I know it got confusing to keep track of, but I live for those kind of things. I don't know if it was I love, You just had to pay I just attention. Loved, I loved all the little plots, twists, and the way she kind of wove them together. So very the artful crafting of the book. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I think we kind of talked a little bit about uh, liking least, um, like the density as those threads have to be unraveled would be where yeah. it kind of felt like a slog at some point to get through all of this yeah. information yeah. that they needed to get through. Yeah. So I would think I listened to it at like one and a half speed. Cause I was like, I gotta, I gotta get through this. <laughs> the one thread I struggled to try to connect with was, and I, um, and I think it was just cause of my lack of understanding is in the beginning they kept introducing the the dialogue between these Indi- the, the companies in India uh-huh. and their um, panic about things and I'm like okay I'm not getting that but I'm just gonna hold tight because that maybe that's meant to be a little bit like cloudy yeah because you don't know what's going on but until they have way to but she has later. to introduce it early yeah. enough for yeah. it to have any impact just to tickle later. your brain that was one of the points where i was like just keep going it'll make sense later katie <laughs> like we'll, i didn't we'll get there like, i didn't understand who, <laughs> i thought nigel cooper was like a really 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 evil bad guy that got people killed no he's just a medium bad guy he's, yeah he's he's, he's just, a rich person like, yeah yeah you he's know. your standard rich what yeah is, when he sent wires for the $500,000, like yeah. that's not going to create any problems with her when she's yeah. under like extreme. I think he like misunderstood that like, <laughs> mm, that might not look so great. He's like, here you go. Here's some money. Help me out. And Rich I was people like, problems huh? like, because he doesn't think it'd be a problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, people like her don't have that kind of money. Um, doesn't everybody have $500,000 just laying around? <laughs> just sure. to give away. Oh, like yeah. it was a $20 bill. Yeah, just a little gift, you yeah. know? Um, what other books did this remind you of? I think we really already delved into that John Grisham uh, mm-hmm. rabbit hole. Audible is recommending a lot of political mm. themed books for me. I'm like, <laughs> eh. Yeah, I I eh. I liked it enough to finish it. I mean, I had to finish it for this. Yeah. But I think if I were reading it on my own, I think if I was reading it as like the physical copy, I probably wouldn't have gotten through it. But if I was listening to it on my own, not for this, I probably would have pushed for it. I like the narration on it. I thought I really appreciated most of the voices. Occasionally, I think the the narrator, the, there's one or two voices in the beginning I didn't, that kind of bugged me. But after a while, I stopped paying attention and then it's just... Well, I wasn't, because I read most of the book from, I read it uh-huh. from the physical book. Your wow. And then um, it got down to the wire today. So I listened to the last, like, quarter Um on extreme speed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was not doing Nigel Cooper with a 
southern accent in my head. And then you're like, wait a minute. Oh, duh. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. It was easy to tell apart, but like all of the other men, all the men sounded sounded exactly the same. I'm like, that's a man. And sometimes when I was listening to it quickly, you would have two men speaking to each other, like Vance and Lee. And I'm like, wait, who, what, huh? I opened the book to double check. I, yeah. I was like, it's fine. You'll figure it out. You'll understand. yep, Yep. This is something I would need to read again to really, like, grasp the fullness of it. I don't think I'm going to, but I That's could. That's fair, yeah. Uh, which character did you like least? Um, it's uh, hard to say if I like Vance less than I like the president. <laughs> yeah, I also wasn't really a big fan of um, uh, Wynn, you know? The, yeah, the yeah. The who was yeah. in a coma the whole time because he seemed like a pretty major asshole. And she didn't ask for this. <laughs> You know, because at one point I'm like, this is so rude. Like, why? She didn't. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. brings me to an important PSA. Okay. Um, the document that this book centers on, the um, advanced, the, she keeps calling it an advanced care directive. In California, it's called an advanced health care directive mm-hmm. um, and a durable power of attorney. These are documents that you should make. Mm-hmm. Like, you can download it off of and off the internet. Yeah. You can download the out. advanced healthcare directive from the website of my other job. Just ask me how. Uh-huh. So easy. Make it. <laughs> it only has to be witnessed by two people or notarized. So if you don't want to bring a notary in, you witness it with two people. Uh-huh. This document is very, very important. You do not need to make 28 codicils to go with it. Unless, <laughs> unless you, you are, okay, unless right? You unless, unless you're paranoid. <laughs> unless you're creating this very intricate uh, political Little, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> intrigue. Yeah. But an advanced healthcare directive is very important. If you move states, you have to change it to the other state. So maybe that's why I'm so enamored of this book is it centers on a document that makes my everyday turn. (laughs) I had Uh, some other question that I was like, I'll ask Anne. She'll know the answer, but I can't remember what it was at this point. It was something like that. And I was like, Anne will know, but I don't remember what it was. Make your advanced healthcare directive, people. It's so easy. So, so easy. But the other part of that is you choose like maybe up to three agents. First and second agent are the same they're equal in Uh california but you should tell those people that you're going to that yeah yeah because he did not right she wasn't prepared for this (laughs) please at least tell the first agent yeah (laughs) um because it happens sometimes like a single person will pass away and they did all their paperwork but they didn't tell the person they were putting in charge and now it's just dropped in this person's lap yeah it's not usually as dramatic as yeah uh, avery's story sure (laughs) so yeah so my mom-in-law technically my husband is the, um, has power of attorney in case of anything that happens. But durable she's a, power of attorney. Yes, <laughs> has to be durable. Yes, because it survives you after it, death. It's a, it's a, it's written in by the lawyer. Okay. Um, but she has told me he's not going to be able to handle it. You're going to have to do everything. Are you second oh, agent? Not on paper. Then it she should fix that. Yeah, but if anyway. she expects you to do it, then right because you can. If she doesn't empower you, it doesn't matter. I but I don't want, I don't want her to empower me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well then I don't leave it want in there. that responsibility. And then like legally, I'm sorry, I can't do yeah, anything. Sorry, it's, it's out of my hands. It's like <laughs> I can't do it. This is why I am really making sure that my husband, you know, you know, you walk with your mom, you talk with your mom. Let's let's rebond that connection so that when you know something happens, wants, yeah. you know what'll happen. Yeah. Um Okay, off my soapbox. Okay. Of, yeah. I love to get on soapbox. That was a good one. Um, Can I have a quick question? Yes. Of all the poor victims, which was your the one that you had the most sympathy for? 
Betty. 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 Yeah, Wilma. Betty. Yeah, yeah Wilma. Well, I guess her I'm equally or Jan- or, or, her poor dumb husband. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, he, he, just, he just died. <laughs> Make sure they never get just there. Got murdered, and I was like, oh no, Betty's husband. And I was like, I don't we don't even know who he is. <laughs> He's just some this guy who just. Well, sorry, you were married to, married to yeah. Betty. That's yeah. your like. I yeah, make bad. sure they don't get to Mexico. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I, husband. I felt bad for the nurse. Yeah, but she Jamie. Kind of, she put herself in yeah, a bad situation. She and she agree- into a deal she with agree- the devil. Yeah. yeah. Which was the guy who she okay, was nursing? So, <laughs> well, and, no, and, and Vance. No, not him. That's right. That's yeah. right, Vance. He. Um, Okay, so something I thought was really, really well done is in the chapter where she gets murdered, mm-hmm. we don't know who it is. True. Like, you can it guess. Any, but yeah. Yeah, but, like, like for sure I thought it was Vance, but I realized, like, I don't know. I just assumed it was somebody that the bad guy had, had hired. hired. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Vance but... seems like the kind of guy who would have... A, a lackey of his own. He was like, like he the president's lackey. Ready to go. Yeah. Later they say like he's like since I didn't use this since I was at yeah. Lewis's house. Something like that. But he used it on Betty. Yeah. Oh, poor Betty. Poor Betty. Yeah. Betty poor is Betty. the one that I feel. I think it's because her name was Betty. Yeah. I was like, oh no, Betty. <laughs> like, I mean, even been like she tried to do the right thing. Yeah. yeah right know. after and good job following your instincts, lady. Mm-hmm. Um, right after that, I feel really bad for all the test subjects because well, yeah, they oh. were treated like throwaway people. Yeah. Um, it it was lightly reassuring that their families got reimbursed, but yeah, but yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> okay, but it it goes to the question of other pharmaceutical companies are do they do these same things? Yeah. They run this in other countries where. They don't, you know, we can cry out against China and how their human rights policies are horrible. Yeah. But what are we doing by supporting pharmaceutical companies in other countries? Because it's not happening on our soil, but mm-hmm. we're funding it elsewhere. That's Somehow that's okay. We don't, we don't know. Yeah. What is that? Plausible deniability? Yeah. yeah. Um, but there are deals in, you know, low income countries right. where people sell their bodies um in different ways like they may pre-sell their organs or some people sell their skeletons ahead of time for that which makes real skeletons um i don't know if that's fallen out of practice but yeah like if you have a real skeleton in your science classroom that was a person right who like probably couldn't feed their family we like we like to think that was just someone who donated their body to science afterwards but you don't know that it's not likely yeah (laughs) it reminds me of in high school biology we um we were in the gift class and we dissected cats Mm -hmm. but it's illegal to kill cats in california for scientific purposes so they would take them from North Carolina because it's okay to kill cats there for, for science. You know, they just take them from the pound and then they ship them to California. So it's, it's the same idea. You can't do it here, but you'll buy it from someplace that will. Um, I accidentally castrated my cat because I didn't know what it was. (laughs) I was young. Oh, (laughs) that cat, not that you have at home. (laughs) Oh no, I would do responsible pet ownership. You should neuter. Right. Uh, not self. Yeah, no, you take it somewhere. <laughs> There's people you can pay for that. Not a DIY. No, 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 no. no. I don't believe in Pull living taxidermy. <laughs> oh my god! You 
to. No, well, that, don't go a, down that rabbit yeah, hole. That's horrible. That's a very good documentary, but very upsetting. Don't F with cats. Yes. Uh, oh, that one's rough. That's a real documentary? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I they kibosh the serial killer. He did kill one person that they know of. But, he, he, yeah, I won't go into the details. But because he was hurting animals, animal activists, like, followed his breadcrumbs through the internet. Wow. And he he was caught after, thankfully, only one murder. Um, but he could have Yay, scourged the activist. earth. <laughs> it's a really upsetting yeah. movie, I though. So yeah. I don't think I recommend it, even though it's a really interesting story. Um. Here's a dumb one. Uh, would you read another book by this author? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, asked an I was looking right away, like, <laughs> what's the next book of hers? I just want it now. Um, do, 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 do. If you got the chance to ask the author of this book one question, what would it be? Oh, gosh. I mean, she... There's so many things you could ask I, her about. Yeah, I, like, I have one question. I betrayed it earlier. When will you be running for president? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would want to ask her, like, where where does she find the time? How does she have so many more hours in the day than I do? <laughs> she, ta- I've heard her interviewed about this book. I didn't catch the full interview, but because um, she was super active in the recent presidential mm-hmm. act, um, election. Um, thank God for her work in Georgia. Um She's like essentially her leadership is yeah. the force that turned that state. Yep. Anyway, um, and she just worked on it all through the night. Like I don't think she sleeps. Yeah, and she, she was talking not. about like emailing her editor at three a.m. and just like please ignore the pings on your phone, and your, oh, yeah. <laughs> your computer at the odd hours, and they just powered through it. Well, any any questions, yeah. Miss, Mrs. Abrams? I don't have a question. I just want to get involved with it's fairfight.com mm-hmm. is the website yep. because it is what they're trying to do to take away voting rights it's throughout so the country, throughout the country. Yeah. Um, but it's not going to stop. If no. So I want to get involved with that, yeah. actually. Yep. Make sure that, I mean, while I'm on Instagram, I do. One of the questions she has is, have you ever felt like you, your, vo- your voice didn't hurt, couldn't, or you couldn't vote, or does anyone keep you from that? And I said, and I thought to myself, I have not experienced that, mm-hmm. but I want to, I would like to work to make sure nobody else has to experience that either. Right. Because just because, and that's where I, being an ally and making sure others have their voice, keep their voice from being silenced by people who just don't, who want to control. Anyway. Uh, which character in the book would you most like to meet? Hmm. That was a good question. I mean, I guess Avery, but like, I don't know. Betty before she gets I killed. Know, Betty. <laughs> and I'd say, Betty, don't do it. Oh, how about, how about the guy who saves all the memos? Betty's assistant or whatever. Oh, yeah. The nerd guy. I <laughs> yeah. like him. Um, I would like to meet the chief justice secretaries and just like sit and dish. Oh yeah, because you know they know everything. I want to meet the uh, the chief, whatever Rose Roseman, what was her name? Oh yeah, 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 she's cool. Yeah, Yeah. we all agree that's the one I want to meet. Is she a real person? I I read something about this book where she 
had like a mentor that she wrote into the novel. So she's oh. either maybe I think that's the character. I could be totally wrong. I, but I could totally. Real I totally person. believed I'll try when and, I was. Like, Google I totally it. believed when I was reading this that that was a real person of all the characters, uh-huh. because there was just so much intimate knowledge and connection and relationship. Even though her character wasn't initially, but that character was so. Um, was on her side and was fighting for her and so you know yeah. and stood up to Vance and was really you know in her court and yeah I'll try and see if I can I totally believe that that was a real if person if I can find that out so alright um, what places in the book would you most like to visit I forgot the places they went <laughs> <laughs> yes Teresa Wynn Roseboro is a real person that's cool. Is she um, real justice? No. Uh, she, assistant U.S. Attorney General under Bill Clinton and one of the first black women to make a partner at Sutherland, a major law firm in Georgia where she was hired to work some years ago. Oh, So she is based on a real person that she knew. She could be a justice. Yeah. It sounds like. By like, now you, she could be. Are you listening, President By Biden? now she could be. <laughs> uh, where, well, I would like to go to her um, Georgia cabin. That sounded like a nice... Mm. Uh, yeah. Getaway. Let's say the With places the we've been. Um, flop houses in DC. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Justice Wynn's so house. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like Avery's to see the apartment. Courts. That might yeah, be cool. the courts would be really cool. Take a tour. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd like to see the Capitol. Yeah. Like that's a that's a trip for sure that we're gonna do someday. The other thing I want to do in DC is like I think it'd be super cool. We didn't go there in this book. Um. To spend a week, like, going to all the Smithsonian um, Yeah, I got through so nine of them in one day. <sighs> no, and that's too much for the brain. It was way too no, much. No. In fact, <laughs> I fell asleep for about a half hour in one of the little Asian museums oh, that would be on like a lacquer our... chair that people were allowed to sit on. And my feet hurt. I didn't take time to eat. Oh. I had one day to be in oh. D.C. to see as much as I could. And you did it. <laughs> uh, I didn't get through all of them. I after a while, I started off with some of the bigger ones, like the uh, the fine arts and mm-hmm. the aerospace, and then I'm like, okay, I got to skip this the sections I'm not really interested in. Just go. I love the one they had one on African art, but they have, but it wasn't much. It was just like I get must have just been an exhibit. Um, but they have since then um, put together a full museum, Smithsonian Museum, just dedicated to African American art. And at the time, they had a rotating exhibit from uh, Frank Lloyd Wright's, one of his prefab houses. Well, so that was really cool. That was the beginning of my love of his uh, architecture. As a man, he was not a good person. Mm. But James and I are, are supposed to go, next year is our 10-year wedding anniversary. So I, uh, James has been to D.C. I think twice. And he loves all that. So he wants, I've never been, but I would like to go. So he's very excited to like take me around and show me all the things and so Aww. i'm excited That's and i want to cool. go see the amish the amish yeah <laughs> he's like we could go to amish country and i was like yes all right oh, yeah. that sounds awesome eat, eat better buy a quilt yep exactly <laughs> i'll tell you of of the various memorials the one that i was surprised had it had such an impact was the the vietnam Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. because it starts off like you're walking down this path and it's really really like only an inch high and then as you go at the angle and it builds and it builds and it builds. And by the time you get into the center and you are confronted with thousands and thousands oh, yeah. of names and people on ladders 
trying to get rubbings of of names that they know that, that by the time you get to the other end of it you're just like wow wow i mean those and those are the names of people that never made it home mm-hmm. not just people who died just people who went missing like pow's and yeah stuff. um <laughs> i like this question because it's it's such a good title uh what do you think of the book's title i think it's good for a while oh, i yeah. was like i don't get yeah, but and then i was like well donkey <laughs> I, I also like, had I was kind of waiting moment. for it to be like, well, are they going to say it? Or and then I was like, oh, no, it's because oh, he's in a damn coma, you idiot. <laughs> okay, the light's just not coming on. <laughs> We've thought, all had that no, revelation. No. I didn't think it was literally while just while asleep. While just asleep. They could have put an A in no, it. No, I thought it was metaphorical. Well, well I, I did at first, but... too, like, Justice is blind, you exactly. know, that kind of thing. That's like, kind of what I was Well, because she has a blindfolded... <laughs> yeah, it's late... a picture of Lady Justice right on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, it was, like, halfway through, it, like, a little light bulb went off, and I was like, oh... Cause he's in a coma. I get it. See, that just figures. I get all. I get all the other connections, and I totally missed that one. Well, you don't think about the title of a book really that. Not, hard. Like, not no. when you're in the middle of the yeah. book. Yeah. Um, but I like this. Yeah. No, that was pretty good. That was. It's. it's I couldn't well. put this one. So I could not put this well one down. How does it convey what the book is about? Real well. Pretty well. Yeah. 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 Like, very little. Yep. I, I grab. For those of us who actually paid attention. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. When I was telling people what our book this month was, I'm like, unput downable. But an object in motion tends to stay in motion. Exactly. An object at rest, so I put it down at some point yep. and woof. Yeah, I, I listened to the first like third of it and then I stopped for like a week. And then I was like, oh no, I gotta get back. And it was just like a little mountain that I had climbed and like jump off of. And I was like, I gotta get back there so I get in that little mindset again. I climbed but, back up that mountain. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you think the author's purpose was in writing this book? What ideas were they trying to get across? Well. Don't trust the government because they're all a bunch of liars. <laughs> no, no, not uh, quite. No, not that. But no, I think that there's a balance of like, like bring things into the light and mm-hmm. yeah, and like care if you do so carefully, like justice is going to prevail. Because once the court heard her, like there was no turning away from it that's true um i think it did a good job of portraying the like the skepticism that you can bring to the judicial system you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. because even though she laid out this case against the president everybody's still like "Eh, you know he's probably gonna get off you know until he can right (laughs) (laughs) um but before there was undeniable evidence of him being a murderer um the people still they're like well the wheels of justice turn slowly and he's probably never going to see justice exactly um so i I think it was a good illustration of shining light Mm-hmm. On, the, on the background yep. back also it was very educational and not, of and how not, the courts work and don't stop trying just keep trying and fighting and fighting because mm-hmm. it, because there's lots of times where i thought gosh how is she ever going to win? You know, everything is against her. I mean, and- at the very end, I was like, she's dead. Because, like, what's his name? Uh, Lee comes to, like, oh, see her I know. and ties yeah. her to the chair. And you're like, <laughs> oh, like, no! Wait, are you going to end with her dying? <laughs> you're saying that just... That I'm totally like, sucks. Are you, are you lying to the listeners right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making up intrigue. It ended and she died. Yeah, she died. No, she didn't die. <laughs> now you have to read it to the end to see which one of us is telling the truth. <laughs> um, I read this article. It's called Stacey Abrams' latest novel, While Justice Sleeps, was rejected by publishers twice. I saw that headline. It is from OprahDaily.com. 
but it's an interview with her where she talks about how she like came to write the book. And mm-hmm. apparently she wrote it about 10 years ago and was wow. saved in a file on her computer for a long time before she went back and like brushed it up for publishing because I think just in the last year or so her name has become such like a household name that but people it- were like, you have a book, let me, let me, you know, let me publish your book. So um, it was really but, interesting. But it is very fresh. It feels it feels like yeah. it could have been about the last president we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she probably went back and polished some things and changed some things and made it more applicable to like today's, you know, <laughs> political climate, but she can see the future. Yeah, We're gonna exactly. Have a criminal in the White House. Um yeah, because I don't might be in that same article, but I, I I think I heard a little bit of an NPR um interview. She talked about all the things she has in works. Yes, like I think she has a young adult novel. She has a children's book. Yeah, she's like, I just want to try writing one of each. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and please do. Yeah, please do. Um, if if you could hear the same story from another person's point of view, who would you choose? I think you kind of mentioned. Yeah, I would like to have heard it from um, Avery's point of view. Um. I, I, when in previewing this question, I pondered a little bit if it would be interesting to hear it from like the chief's point of view or Agent Lee's. Mm. Just because they, they'd be in our seat, you know, You're when right. we were yeah, I trying like to figure it out. out. I feel like there was too much of a bigger picture. And if it was from for her, it to be a limited, yeah, because it, this wasn't truly from one point of view. No, it, it, did it was switch points of view. There's lots of different. There's so many different things going on that you, mm-hmm. you almost needed different vo- different voices to give you pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, it was like I was trying to think of like what you'd call this one because it wasn't quite third person omniscient. You know, I read I was reading some reviews and some people was one person said that they think that it actually switched at a couple points from like omniscient to like a, there might have been some like first person perspective at some points before it quickly switches back yeah it, it's very good yeah <laughs> like well well done in in you know revealing the story to us um did this book seem realistic yes i mean i would scary, like to say no scary so but yes so I, scary well yeah. i'd hope that 300 people weren't sent to slaughter for um, medical research but unfortunately it's very real like yeah. plausible to me yeah how well do you think the author built the world the world in the book? Well, I mean, not I totally to discount her, but she was taking it from the world we live in. <laughs> yeah, and that she has experienced yeah. firsthand. Yep. So she did a good job of taking what is real and teaching us about it. Yeah, and learning about it because, I, like I said, I didn't know anything about it. So, you know, I think she did a good job in giving you kind of like a crash course into how things work at the same time of telling you the story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all my questions. Okay. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm glad you tried out this genre. Yeah. Um, I really, really like this book. Yeah, I don't think I will be wandering in the political thriller section (laughs) of Barnes and Noble, but you know, if it's next to the romance section, I might accidentally get over an aisle, you know. But um, I did. I think you should read a time to kill. Okay. I like a mystery, like the intrigue mystery kind of, you know figuring out what's going on kind of thing. So I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It was like, well, I like that the um, summary kind of called it 
because I've kept calling it political thriller, but they just called it um, what suspense fiction. Yeah, suspense. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I so, think our next uh, book is uh, Karen's Karen? picks. So, what are we reading, Karen? Um, a book by Sofia Segovia, "The Ooh. Murmur of Bees." The Murmur of Bees. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of stories out there about with bees in the title. There are a lot of books about bees. (laughs) There's the Bee Hotel. There's the something of, there's some other bees. Oh, there's lots of bees. Lots of bees. I think we're all very worried about the bees, though. This is from a beguiling voice in Mexican fiction comes an astonishing novel, her first to be translated into English. She's beguiling. About a mysterious child with the power to change a family's history in a country on the verge of revolution. Okay, that's so, fascinating. Yeah. Um, it has to do with a little boy who is found covered in a blanket of bees, Ugh. but he's not. But he's not harmed. Okay. They are protecting him. Okay, because it felt like a horror story. First. No. Yeah. Is this, some people. What's the name of that movie? Some, Sandy Man. Sandy Man. <laughs> oh no! Let's say it again. Some people think. Uh, sorry. 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 Okay, some people think he's kissed by the devil, but he is adopted into a family. But they give give him the ability to um uh, I gotta catch my thought I totally um, 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 um he can have he has visions of what's yet to come, both beautiful and dangerous. Cool. And that he's followed great. by his protective swarm of bees, but it's by Sophia Segovia. This sounds like a fantastic book. Yeah, this one is 471 pages. It says it's 14 <laughs> hours and 20 minutes long. Mine says 7 hours and 33 minutes. Do you have what? it set at like uh, two times speed? No. <laughs> this says 14 hours and 20 minutes. Maybe your copy is... is... Typical time to read. Oh, this is the length of the audio book. Oh, so much oh. faster. I don't know why that would be so much faster. <laughs> twice as fast. Maybe it is. To listen. Like to read it to out read loud. To read it. Or to just, you know, read the physical book. Yeah. Or the, read Depends the text. Depends on your speed. Yeah. I've become a very slow reader. Like, I was I was keeping track of my time last night, and I was, like, two minutes a page, which is, uh-huh. that's slow. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was kind of big print. I kind of consume books lately. I take about three to four days, some maybe wow. five. I'm, like, going through it. Like, a, with physical a, more than copies, a, or? Oh, no, audio. Okay. Audio blend with Kindle. Yeah, you, you do read it. No, if I had to read a physical page book, it would, I, I couldn't do that. I, I have to have my hands busy, and I can't be oh, holding easy. a page. No, that's easy. I can do that. Yeah. Um, I have book friends, a book hug. I also figured out you could use clips. Yep. And you just, it's I easy. have like a big but then, clip. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. I still have to stop what I'm doing to turn, turn a page. And I read faster. A Kindle or something. Yeah, and I read yeah. faster than it, I'd always be stopping to But you have to the move the page on the Kindle too. No. When you do the audio book, it's synced and it changes oh, the pages for it's you. It's like the chime on the, um, the, no, the, the book on tape. <laughs> and it turns it for you? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's spiffy. Yeah. Well, anybody read? Well, Karen apparently read read a whole lot. Else. Yeah, that's the thing. I have to go back because I read. I read this right away in the first week, and then I had I've read like four or five books since then. But or I'm in. I've got a couple. I'm going to recommend a memoir called okay. "The Ugly Ugly Cry" by Danielle Henderson. Um, 
it has to do with her family and it's kind of a memoir that's kind of sad and tragic but also funny she has a sense of humor Mm -hmm. in how she looks upon things and how she the lessons she's learned along the way and then the other book because i'm going to recommend a couple um i just finished a book a mystery it's in a series but it was actually pretty good and if it's got some romance in it um (laughs) called the girl in cabin 13 Oh, I've heard of that. It was good. By A.J. Rivers. Mm-hmm. And that's a, it's a series? It's a series. Right. I just downloaded the second book, but I can't get it to sync up with the audio, even though they go upgraded. That sounds frustrating, they, so now I'm out. No, no. They, <laughs> no I upgraded the audio from their book app, uh-huh. and now they're like, I don't see it. You want Audible to spend more? is also being weird today, too. So I'll try again so, tomorrow. Because I kept trying to buy more credits today, and... It just went in this like circular loop. It's in my Audible library, even though I bought it from, you know, the Kindle app. <laughs> but I'll try tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They might need a day. Um, so those those are my recommendations those for all so far. Very good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about the book you chose. Um, I mentioned this book last time. It took me a while to keep coming back to it because I kind of my focus was really on the book we were reading. Um, Roxanne Gay's Hunger. It is um, not for the weak of heart. Uh, it takes um, takes some focus to keep to keep your eyes on what she has to tell you. Mm. <laughs> it's about her experience and her body. She is um, she calls herself a person of size. She is six foot three and mm-hmm. big lady. Um, and her experience in her body and it will turn your heart. Oh, it's a, it's a memoir. Yeah. It will turn your heart with, and make you more mindful of how you look at and talk about people. Mm. Um, it, I was crying through the entire book. Um, but it was beautiful and, um, I've enjoyed her. Like I've listened to her be interviewed throughout the years and I bought bad feminist, but I've never read it. (laughs) So Uh sitting on the shelf, I'm going to blow through all of her books. Mm. Like, they're not light, though. I have, <laughs> They're not like the memoir you're recommending. No, no. I had an experience with somebody today. Okay, so we were at Sprouts, and we were we had our cart, and we're over by, like, the dairy section, and we're not in the middle of the aisle. And this this obnoxious woman who happened to be skinny is like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And she just, like, and she had pl- plenty of space, and she looks back, and I said, I, she says, I try to get past you. And I said, you had plenty of room, <laughs> you know, and she's like, she, but she was going to come back and fight me. And she, it's <laughs> her problem. She, was, oh, she look- was probably hungry. Yeah. I hope <laughs> I like to say she was hangry, but she didn't look like it. And, <laughs> and it turns out we got right in front of her. We got right behind her in the, at the checkout, which, and I, she was just glaring at, she kept looking at me and my size and what was in my basket instead of looking at my, Instead of my my mother in law who was holding the basket, and I was like, "Wow, judgmental! What a lovely human being!" <laughs> if my mother in law, if, if my mother in law had not been with me, I would have said some pretty ugly words to her about being fat phobic. And lock her in a room and make her listen to Roxanne's book. It's only like five or six hours, <laughs> so I don't think we'd get in like a lot of legal trouble. Just a little bit. I don't. Yeah. What, how many? How, What's a half day kidnapping? Right. See, how long does 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 it count for kidnapping? How I many don't know. hours? I don't know. I'm gonna it, look it up. Yeah. I mean, if you hold someone back up for ten minutes, is that really kidnapping? If you hold them for like an hour, yeah. Where's the line? 
Where's the line? Yeah. I wanted the legal <laughs> definition. Um, not really. If anything happens, not really. Well, but... her problems were her problems, and I'm sure she brought them to you because you're not. You I know. was holding back because my mother-in-law <laughs> was there. Person. <laughs> but I just had some very ugly things to say about uh, about her attitude Yeah, and the way she was treated. Because I thought, I wanted to just tell her what a sad sad person you are that you are so uncomfortable in your own body that you are judging somebody else's Mm -hmm. so yep she sounds awful um anything to recommend katie i have not read anything else but i have like a line of books in my goodreads they have like uh, books you've read and books you want to read and i have like a backlog of books that i am looking forward to reading one of them being I loved reading Rebecca so much, and I was like, I should read other Daphne du Maurier books. What I did not know is that she wrote The Birds. No like the way. The source material for the movie The Birds. I did not know that. Really? I've seen that movie many times, yeah. and I enjoy it, and I was like, well, now I'm excited to read it. <laughs> I think it's a short story because it's in a book called The Birds and Other Stories, so I don't know how long oh. the book is itself, but now I'm very excited to read it. So That's like one of my favorite Alfred Hitchcock books. The Jamaica Inn got recommended on Audible for me recently. Hmm. So I was also kind of like think, thinking about yeah. going yeah. more into her book. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's got a lot of them. But yeah, yeah she was a birds. prolific author. <laughs> I was excited to read that. So, uh, well, okay. So there's on Audible a um, dramatized version of it. It's only Which, 56 minutes long. I love those. Well, for really 56 do. minutes, you could listen to a. The dramatized, or you know, you can watch the movie. It's yeah. the same thing. But um, I would like to read the book. <laughs> we went to Bodega Bay on a vacation, like I don't know, like a little over ten years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and we went out to there's a, a fort. I'm not going to remember the name of the fort. And you have to drive along the winding cliff roads. Mm-hmm. And there were these turkey vultures doing <laughs> like like dive bombing, not dive bombing, but like swoops, swooping off people's windshields. Ooh, whoa. And so the person in front of me, like they didn't hit, they didn't go off my windshield, but the person in front of me was swerving and almost took us oh, all gosh. off. And so I'm like, we just live the birds. Yeah. We- <laughs> <laughs> so then at the hotel we were staying at, like, duh, they had a copy of the bird. So we watched it that night. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's great. on my uh, that's on my list of things that I am excited to read. That sounds I'll, good. If I read it, you know, by next month, I'll give Report us a back. review. Excellent, excellent. Well, I think that is the end of our episode for tonight. So, um, you can catch us in our normal podcast episode that comes out the first Monday of every month um, on our website, you know, YouTube, wherever you're listening to this, um, and then mid month for. July, we will talk about the murmur of bees. So say that really fast. The murmur of bees. <laughs> murmur, 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 murmur. Because murmur. bees almost sound like the murmuring, aren't they? <laughs> Don't they? Um, okay. Well, we'll see you guys then. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Bye.